And we are back. This is episode two of Boots the Podcast with Miami University Swimming and Diving. Uh, this week, we are very lucky to have rising senior captain Kaylee Cannon joining us today. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. Anytime. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. No, this is just, it's really great. You know, we're going to try to go back between, you know, the men's team and the women's team every week and bring in some alumni every now and again. So we're really excited to have this going. Uh, so now, Kaylee, you're from the outside the Chicago area. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. About like an hour or so, maybe a little more. Yeah. Depending on the day or the traffic. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. I, I could imagine that traffic's pretty rough, you know, from day to day. Yeah. That. Awesome. And then, like I said earlier, you are a rising senior. Uh, you primarily swim uh, both butterflies, being the 100 and 200 butterfly, and a little bit of 200 IM. That's all correct? Yes. Awesome. And then you're also, you're studying marketing, and you are the school record holder in the 200 butterfly, which is yep. awesome. We will definitely get into that later. Which <laughs> <laughs> is cool. Uh, yeah, so to kind of start off, uh, so what got you into the sport of swimming? Um. We kind of got tricked into it uh, as a family. So I lived in my third house by the time I was five years old. And um, I lived in Memphis before I moved to Chicago and there was pools everywhere. And my mom was really wanted to make sure my sister and I knew how to swim. So we learned the basics. And so when we moved to uh, Neighborville, um, she and my dad were at our community pool and they asked, hey, do you guys have swim lessons? And they were like, yeah, but we also have this thing called swim team. So my sister and I kind of got chucked into that because that's all we knew and we didn't know anyone so um it was kind of by accident but uh look where I am now so <laughs> and that's how it really started back in 2006 a long time ago <laughs> oh gosh that makes me feel old when you say <laughs> but I, I totally get it okay so you started off you know you did some lessons merged into the swim team and then like growing up did you play other sports along with swimming like you were, I assume you were a pretty active child. Yes. Um, I basically did everything under the sun. My parents were very big on not making, forcing me one way or the other. They just wanted to make me involved in something. So I did soccer, basketball, volleyball, gymnastics, dance, ice skating, swimming, of course. Um, that's, I did basically everything besides softball. So, because that oh. was during, um, recreationals when the neighborhood leagues were out so that's all I did everything up until about fifth grade and then um I kind of got the itch to start swimming full full time like all year and uh, my mom was very apprehensive about that because she heard about how intense the swimming was especially in the state of Illinois it's kind of got a reputation of being a big swim state and so I joined this blue group which is the um on my club team it was a less um time commitment group so I only swam three days a week and I only swam at the home meets over at my local high school and then after I did that for you I was like no I want to do it all the time so well I mean that sounds that's pretty incredible actually going from like doing everything through elementary school pretty much and then at the end of fifth grade you kind of just went cold turkey right yep. <laughs> you know much against your maybe your parents dismay at first but I'm sure now they've adapted to it and I mean your mom being as involved as she is with our <laughs> You know, yeah. I'm sure she doesn't mind. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is great. So would you say at that point, that's kind of when your passion for the sport took over in that middle school time or did it develop at a later date? I definitely think it became my passion later. I really just did it because I liked it. I wasn't very good at it. 
Like I was never the good kid at the pool. I just liked it because my friends were there and it was different people that I was hanging out with. Um, in middle school, I got to swim with people that I was going to school with that I hadn't swam with in elementary school. And so I always love a good social opportunity to hang out with new people. And that's how I viewed it. And then um, my, I have a bad swimmer birthday. My birthday's in February. So every time the age group state meet would come up, I would be aged out and I wouldn't have the cuts. Um, so I never got to do anything like that. But I just liked it so much. I think the passion really came in my sophomore year of high school after I had gotten wind my freshman year of the NCAA, NCSA's meet in, down in Florida. Um, Illinois weather is terrible up until June, so any time to get out of school for a week and go to Florida, I was all about. So that's where my drive really came in and my passion. I wanted to get my – I keep wanting to say NCAA cut, but that's not right. The NCSA cut in the 100 fly, and I did um, my sophomore year, and then – after that, I kind of just really dove into the world of swimming. No, I mean, that's a great story. And, you know, obviously getting to a meet like NCSA, so many people have that beat, you know, circled on their calendars. I mean, they want to go to not only for the competition, but like you said, you know, Illinois can be pretty cold. Uh, <laughs> so getting that nicer weather in February is pretty nice and incredible. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So then, you know, your sophomore, you built this passion for it. And then right in July, you started getting like emails and text messages from coaching, like walk through that recruiting process for you. Like, how was that like waking up on June 1st or July 1st, excuse me, and just getting all these emails? I will say um, my recruiting process was not the best part of my swimming career. Um, being very specified in butterfly it kind of limits your options because thank goodness they don't have the 500 fly but uh i'd probably bannered in it if they did so if you don't need a butterfly you're kind of rolled out rolled out of the list so that was difficult because i am so specialized and um those who are more versatile have more options which is you know that's just how it is um being 17 and figuring that out kind of sucks but you know that's the way the world works um, so for me, even my recruiting process with Miami, I randomly had applied to Miami my senior year. I wanted to get all my applications done out of the way. Um, and they reached out to me in October of my senior year, the um, weekend before my sectional meet, which is the state meet you have to qualify. That's the meet you qualify for state for Illinois. And um, I didn't even take a trip to Miami until the end of my spring break in March and um then committed in april so i was kind of all over the place um that was not the goal i was kind of ready to be done at christmas which i think is a big goal for a lot of people their senior year they kind of want to be done so they can enjoy it but um i mean it was it was hard i'm not gonna lie but it got me where i am and i wouldn't everyone has a different story and you know mine took a little longer to figure out but i'm here so yeah absolutely and, you know we're obviously we're super lucky to have you <laughs> be a part of our team for many reasons that's so much more than just in the water which I think is really great that you you know being a now two-time captain and should kind of shows how you are also great outside of the pool and inside the pool as well uh so I guess any advice you have for someone in the recruiting process now or about to enter the recruiting process honestly I know this is a cliche but be yourself because at the end of the day it's hard to find the sweet spot between being humble, but also having the confidence of selling yourself to a person. Like it's so hard, um, but being yourself. So that way, you know, you don't have to pretend to be someone you're not. Um, people see through that. I've learned that a lot throughout my internship. You know who you, you, you know who you are as a person. That's the easiest person to be. And also just enjoy it. It's going to stink at times. It's hard because 
you know, like if you want to go to school and they don't have a spot for you, that's hard, but there's some, you know, that might open the door to something else. So I just say, um, just be yourself and, you know, ride the wave that it is and it will all work out at the end. You don't need to be the first person to commit. I, I think I committed literally like April 20th. So, um, <laughs> yeah. that's just how it is. And I know it's changed so much and I can't even imagine doing it that young now. So kudos mm -hmm. to all those kids out there trying to figure it out. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's crazy how much different it has been because you know, you're, you're still in college and it's changed so much since yes. school. So I think that's, you know, great advice is be yourself, take your time and make the right decision for you, not by your peers or any peer pressure or anything of that notion. Uh, but so while you're going through that, you had mentioned an internship. How is that shaping up this summer? I'm just grateful that I have it. Honestly, this company I'm working with is so generous and I have been sitting in my office closet working and I'm just grateful I have something obviously with all things that are going on in the world that the fact that they still wanted to invest time in someone like me is just awesome and I'm eternally grateful for it. So I've been learning a lot, but I mean, I can't complain. I'm doing something this summer, so. It's true. Oh, absolutely. And then is that in like the marketing field? Um, it's actually retirement sales. So, um, you know, very exciting stuff. <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of marketing positions start on the world of sales. And I think if you know the world of sales, you can kind of go anywhere you want because you know how the business is run and you know what your customer wants. Um, that's a farmer school business speaking out of me right now. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, um, so, but you know, it's just been a good experience. It's nice to interact with people that I've never met before. As much as I love being at home with my family, it's nice to interact with somebody else. <laughs> oh, I completely get that, you know, cause we've all been kind of, you know, locked up per se since March. So it's definitely good to interact with other people, which is great. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So then, so like what made you choose marketing as your major of choice? Um, honestly, growing up, I didn't really have, for the longest time I wanted to be a journalist. I loved writing and I loved watching the news and I loved watching sports. Um, so that's kind of where all that started. But as that world has changed and um, that field has gotten so competitive and it's very depleting, I was kind of thinking of what other ways I could get involved in the world of sports. Um, so I chose marketing. I took a marketing class. I took a few marketing classes in high school and I loved it. I loved the creative side that it was, but it also was business. And I have kind of that little analytical side of me. It's not as, um, big in the world of, for me to be in the world of finance or accounting or anything like that. But I liked being with people and I liked having a creative outlet and, um, figuring out how to read the person or try to attract the customer is kind of a fun puzzle for me to figure out. And I, I've been hooked ever since. I haven't changed my major. I've just, you know, figured it out, liked it, stuck with it. And there it is. Yeah. Um, that's great. You know, that it's kind of rare almost, especially nowadays to find someone that sticks with their major all four years just because of the quality you know, classes or they find something interesting when they get into college. So it's really neat that you've kind of kept to it. And now like with the internship and hopefully post-grad, you're still doing that same field, which would be great. To do. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I love to shout out the farmer too, you know, one of the <laughs> country. So I'm sure they're going to love that. Uh, okay. So then, so you kind of choose Miami late in the process. You get on campus, you know, your freshman fall, like talk about like, how was your freshman fall? Like go or, like, walk through that. Um, I guess because of my upbringing and swimming, not being, you know, the top dog or the fastest kid in the pool, I knew that going in. So I was like, okay, 
just kind of fly on the radar, get your job done, work hard, um, keep your head under the water, obviously. And then that kind of didn't really work <laughs> because my freshman year, I won the 200 fly at Miami invite. And then I kind of just kept rolling with it. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember going up to Holly after my 200 fly at night and she goes, was, she's like, that was really good. And, you know, coaching me up or whatever. I was like, well, I think my cover is kind of blown. <laughs> so I was just trying to find my way academically, athletically, you know, it's college is a new experience for everyone. No one's ever done it before. So figuring out who had to relay my experience from a high school athlete to a college athlete and figuring out classes and having all that free time. Cause you're not, you're not going to lunch as a period or going to gym um, anymore. So figuring that out was rough at first, but you know, that's part of the college transition. And then, uh, yeah, I just kind of was just taking it all in freshman year. I wanted to make sure I was earning my keep and I was trying to prove to myself and everyone around me that even though I was a late commit, I wasn't anything other than just a flyer, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously winning, you know, Miami invite fly or two fly, especially your freshman year, kind of definitely, you know, put a marker on it for the staff, everyone else. And is that where your famous nickname came from? Was it that me? Like, you know, Kaylee Cash Money Cannon, you know, we want to hear the story behind that. Actually, that nickname is very, it's very random. So our equipment closet obviously has labels for everyone's name. Right. And my freshman year, I didn't have a label. My name wasn't on one. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then my sophomore year, I was kind of getting sick and tired of trying to find a hook every day. So I went into Zach and Jake's office and I said, Hey, I don't have a hook for my name. Um, can I get one? And they were like, yeah, but we have to put something on it. And I am not the type of person to walk around, you know, like looking for a nickname. Nicknames are always given that are not like, give me a nickname, you know, you got to kind of mm -hmm. earn them. So that's where cash money Canon came from because they had the new impressor tool and they were like, let's use something cool. So they wanted to use a dollar sign. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how it, that's really how it started. <laughs> Uh, hey, you know, every nickname comes from a great story. And that, that is a pretty great one, you know, with Jake and Zach kind of just being silly with it. But it sticks, obviously, here at Oliver the Pool Deck. You know, it could be Monday morning, could be Friday afternoon, whatever it may be. But that's very loud. That and actually your roommate as well with the nickname Mad Dog. Was that kind of the same thing? Or that, did you already have that before college? No, Austin just gave her that one day. Austin just kind of started waltzing into our room freshman year. I think the boys figured out we had a lot of good snacks. Um, cause okay. Noah would also come in our room. And mm -hmm. one time I bought Capri Suns and Maddie was making fun of me. Cause she's like, why'd you bring Capri Suns? And then all the boys were like, you have Capri Suns in your room. Um, yeah, they were gone that night. So, um, a lot of the boys mm -hmm. would start wandering in and, uh, there's actually some funny videos of Austin hiding behind, like in my little closet, scaring Maddie when she's coming back from the bathroom and stuff. So I think that just kind of came, um, I'm K-Bales to him and all the other boys. So, um, okay. they're just kind of. They just kind of come. Like you said, there's, I don't even know how Mad Dog came. He just was like, what up, Mad Dog? And that stuck. <laughs> just sticks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That freshman year, I mean, you know, all the summers were in the same building. You guys really bonded like outside of them, like stealing your snacks. Is there any other like great memories you have of that freshman year with like y'all living together? Honestly, I just remember it was the night before our classes started and I'm the only girl in our class that's in the business school and I have all the boys. So we mm -hmm. all got in a study room and we were going through Canvas trying to figure everything out, like what homework we had to do beforehand. And I just remember that. And now I've taken like 30 credits with them. So 
Um, that's a good memory. We played hide and seek when our freshman year, we didn't go on training trip until after the holidays. So we were there for a week and we played hide and seek all throughout Anderson. And we were, you know, haunting each other, texting or Snapchatting each other. So that was a good time. Okay. Um, but I mean, our class is big and we, we've like had some people move in and out, but I, mm -hmm. there's always someone down to do something and it keeps it very entertaining as you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your class is definitely something special in a great way. You know, they're always energetic and ready to go and always prepared for a joke. So, I mean, that's, that keeps, you know, that rises in your class would be a great mentor to this, you know, younger classmen, underclassmen, these freshmen coming in. So I think that's really great that you guys have that super strong connection. Mm -hmm. That. So speaking of, you know, like you, obviously your freshman year, you had a great time in the dorms, but then also in the water, you had a great training group. You know, for three years, you were there with Bree Alexander, you know, Carolyn Youngers, Izzy Herb. Like, how was that having them there for you the past three years? It was nice. Um, in my high school program, the club team I trained with, there wasn't many. We did different practices based on what stroke you were. So mm -hmm. the flyers were always together and there weren't that many girls in it. So I was always with the boys, which was fine because, you know, it was nice to have someone to race against. And finally getting to a program where you have the ability to race girls and the guys, obviously, was right. nice. Um, they're my dear friends from that reason. And then on my recruiting trip, even, they really kind of absorbed me and showed me around campus. And they're like my friends for life. I'm so glad to have them as training partners. I would always be the caboose in the lane. So I'd always be motivating CJ and Izzy. And then on uh, I Am Days, Brie has been in my lane for what? Well, I've been in my lane for the three years I've been there. Uh, so it'll be different without them there next year, but I, I know they'll be texting me, Snapchatting me, asking me what's going on. Um, they, they've been a very good resource for me. I mean, I believe it. I mean, like to those, all those people, you know, school record holders, you know, great part of our Mac teams over the past couple of years as well. So I know it's hard to lose those people both in the water and out of the water, but also, you know, you have people to train with now, like Alyssa Schroeder you know, Julia Crawl, Ashlyn Underhill, and then we have this freshman class coming in as well. Like, what are you most excited for about that, like the day-to-day -day grind with them? I just like fresh faces, and I love encouraging people. Um, Ashlyn and I are often the two girls hanging out in the fly lane, so we always are, you know, getting each other motivated and motivating the boys, even though it's a lot of grunting back. Um, <laughs> so um, it's nice to have someone to keep the energy up with at, at times it can be hard to be motivated or, you know, when it's rough at practice or you're having a bad day, it's kind of nice to have someone and all those freshman girls, I drove to weights uh, last year and they were just so fun and they, they kept me young for sure. Even though I'm only like three years older than them. <laughs> kept you young. You guys are in college together. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I, I mean, I also get that though. I get that. So then kind of looking over these past three years, what were some highlights, you know, in the water, out of the water, just kind of in general, like at your time with Miami so far? Honestly, just like the camaraderie our team has and the support it has, it's definitely grown since I've been here, which is awesome. And just, I don't know, I love this team. They're just, it's just a bunch of good people and it's fun to race and get behind people. I've lost my voice, I think, every year since I've been here from some meat, red and white. I sounded awful for the next week, and I was trying to explain people uh, weight rides on Wednesday, and everyone was like, just don't even start talking because it was so bad. But, um, you know, it's just, it's truly a gift, and I know not everyone gets the opportunity to, so I try to take advantage of it, and 
I mean, obviously there's like some great swimming success that I've had, but a co coaches say all the time, like you don't think about the times you went or the records you broke or the medals you won. You think about those people. And I know like, I'm so lucky that I get to be with these people all the time. Like I live with people who are on the team. I take classes with people who are on the team. I I've driven kids home who are on the same team as me and vice versa. And I just know it's just, I'm so, so lucky. <laughs> no, I mean, that's great, you know, to have those first three years of your career be really great. And a lot of it seems out of the water, which I think is a lot better because, you know, as a team, we kind of believe that out of the water relationships and dynamic translates in the water. And mm -hmm. over the past couple of years, you know, with our women's team progressing, men's team obviously progressing as well. Uh, it's, just, it's just really nice to see that, you know, as far as that goes. And then, so, this we have to talk about it. This past Miami invite, you know, all the craziness going on. We maybe not, we maybe will not talk about that, but we're going to talk about your 200 fly. You went in, broke the record. Like, how was that? Like, do you feel good in the race? Like, just walk me through that entire 200 fly. Honestly, I <laughs> I just did it. Like, I just I am a racer. The coaches know that like I love racing Saturday practices are my favorite because I love getting up and racing. Um, so for me, anytime the opportunity to race is I'm going to take it. Obviously there was a lot of craziness going on up to that point. I remember it being 130. I was like, are we even going to, you know, swim? So I had to mentally prepare to swim a 200 fly. And then I also was like, not really happy with the way my hundred went. So I was mentally preparing to do a 200 fly breaking the record, hopefully. And then also trying to recover enough time to do the hundred fly. And honestly, I just kind of went for it. I relied on what I was good at what, and my strengths, which is my underwater, and I just pushed it on the last wall, and then I did it, I guess. I don't know. There isn't much to it. <laughs> oh, that's fair. So you touch the wall. You look at the scoreboard. Like, how are you feeling? Like, you see – Relieved. Relieved, okay. I had – I told Holly my freshman year I wanted to break in. Finally, finally getting there. Um, was nice. And the girl next to me actually with her goal was great two minutes too. And she and I were talking, um, after we both did it obviously. And then in the mm -hmm. warm down pool and she and I were talking, it was just nice to have that camaraderie. Cause she was like, is that the first time you broke it too? And I was like, yeah. And then we were talking and she was so happy and it was just a joyous time. And that's the best time, you know, breaking records and helping other people achieve their goals as well. That's a really great part of the sport. And you were able to do that, you know, break the school record, break two minute and it helps someone else break two minute. That's really cool. Um, so then, you know, we have your last year coming up in a couple isn't it crazy? It starts in a couple weeks. Uh, like, how are you feeling about that? Honestly, I'm just going to enjoy it. I have a tendency to think about the future and think about, okay, like this, 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 and you know, it's kind of the first of the last, which is sad. Um, mm -hmm. but I just want to enjoy it, embrace it with the people I'm with because after this, this, who knows when we're all going to be back together, who knows where everyone's going to be. Um, so I just want to enjoy it. And I mean, there's obviously athletical athleticals involved. I'd like to break the school record again in the 200 fly. I'd like to get under 53 or in the hundred. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna, you can't cry over spilled milk. So I'm just rolling with it, rolling with the times, who knows what it's going to look like. So all, all very true. All of that's very, very true. <laughs> it's all very fluid right now, but no, I guess let's go with the flow um, at the moment. 
So then what are some goals that you have? I mean, I know you listed your personal goals, but as a team, you know, maybe you know, in the water and then outside the water with like community service or PA or anything I might be missing. I think that I, as a leader, want to make sure that everyone is enjoying the time. Like I said in my captain's letter, my first time I ran, this is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be stressful. And we have a great group of girls or women or whatever you want to call them, ladies, um, who work really hard outside of class. We have work stellar students outside of the pool, but we also put a lot of stress on ourselves inside the pool to do well, which is good, but I don't want it to consume us. I want people to, when they go to practice, view it as an opportunity to get to see people you don't get to see every day. Um, so that's one challenge I'm going to put on myself to ensure that people are enjoying their time, whether at the pool, um, just getting behind one another. We do that so well anyway, but um, one of my goals on our high school team, and you can ask Hannah Wessel about it because she'll test to it, um, was to be the most annoying team on the pool deck because we were always loud, always cheering. And she told me my freshman year, because she went to a rival high school that I did. She's like, your high school team pissed me off because all you did was cheer the whole time. So um, just having fun and keeping things light. And because it's, people can swim under pressure, that's fine. But when you just know you have your team that's got your back, like the sky's the limit. And our team definitely can reach, you know, that we can get to the sky this year, you know, with all the talent we have coming back and with the talent we're bringing in. It's just, it's a really exciting time for Miami. And, you know, our commute this year to Max is a lot closer. You know? Yes. <laughs> Ten hour bus ride before uh, up to Eastern Michigan in late February. So we'll be excited for that. Um, but uh, that's all I have outside the rapid fire question. So are you ready? Yes. Awesome. What's your favorite place to eat in Oxford? Like where? Bagel and deli. Okay. What's your favorite sandwich from there? Honestly, it kind of depends on my mood. Like if I want to go there for breakfast, I'll get like the breakfast bagel, but I like the Tanya Harding I've gotten a few times, which is pretty good. Um, the crunch and munch, obviously. You have to go with some classics sometimes, but I, there's so many options there. Like if you're in the mood for anything, you can go there and it's an Oxford classic. It is a staple. I know, I know, uh, you know, Nick Baller Holler, another great nickname. He's trying to get us <laughs> completed before y'all graduate in May. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, so I know, like I said, I know you're from Chicago, your mom's from the South. So do you call it pop or soda? Um, it's soda. When I moved to Illinois, I was like, what is pop? I had no idea what it was. I thought it was a different thing, um, but it's for sure soda. Soda it is. Awesome. Uh, favorite pizza place in the Chicago area? Um, so like you said, my mom's from the South. My dad grew up in New York, so I have a lot of East Coast influence on my pizza preferences. Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm not a fan of deep dish. You shouldn't be able to eat pizza with a fork. And I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash for it, but I don't care. Um, so there's this place by my house called Little Pops and it has New York style pizza and they make it homemade from scratch. And while I'm out there exposing myself, I love pineapple on pizza. So I always get a Hawaiian. <laughs> right. Two, two Two strikes right there. That is, that's pretty impressive. That is a, uh, wow. That is, that is <laughs> I was not expecting that. You definitely caught me off guard. Uh, so on a whole different topic, what is your hype up song? Like behind the blocks, like what's your go-to? Honestly, as a joke, I've talked about baby shark with Jake. Like if I ever get to choose a walkout song, it's going to be baby shark. Um, I don't really like listening to music. I just like zenning out. Um, a coach told me a long time ago, 
or like if you develop a routine, you need to be able to get through it no matter what. And like, what if your phone dies or if it gets wet, um, then you don't have music. So I don't really like to rely on it. I know that's such a hypothetical, but um, I just kind of get in the zone, get ready to race and then I go. No, I mean, it's, if it's one less stressor for you, why have your phone behind the block? You know, yep. you know it, it'd get wet and that would be, that's all you'd probably be thinking about or anybody would be thinking about during the race is my phone, my phone, my phone. So that's pretty smart, actually. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> so favorite kind of joke, uh, a dad joke or a one-liner? One-liners all the way. There's an art to a one-liner. And especially if you can like incorporate a one inside joke in a one-liner, that's like golden. <laughs> Awesome. I know Wamsley said dad joke, so we are all tied up there. Now, the last rapid fire question I have for you, and you kind of already alluded to it. Saturday morning, six one hundreds or eight fifties? Ooh, that's a toughie. I like both. Like okay. it depends on it depends on what the rounds are gonna be because if I have to incorporate freestyle in the six ones, I don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Um because that's not really my strength. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but I love the six ones. Uh, I don't know. The eight fifties is so classic and I just, I don't know. I mean, I love traditions. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with eight fifties. Eight fifties for the win. Awesome. I know. I mean, Hey, it's, it's cool to see you like both, you know, you definitely have to get up and race. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, like I said, that's all I have for you today. But so thank you again for joining us. Like I said, this is the second episode and we're happy to see that this is continuing to go along. We wish you the best of luck this upcoming year, you know, with your internship and then getting back to Oxford and getting back to work. Yes, of course. Anytime, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again. Then we'll see you all next week.